That's it. Let's just glorify the Lord. Let's glorify the name of Jesus. The name above all names. The only name given for healing. The only name given for redemption. The only name given for salvation. Let's just take one more minute to glorify the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I'm thankful for the presence of the Lord that's in the house tonight. I know that the Lord desires to do a great work in each and every one of us. The presence that we feel here tonight is undeniable, and I'm so thankful for it. I'm also so thankful for Candy. She needs no introduction, but I I am honored to introduce her to y'all tonight. She is the best pastor's wife that I've ever met. Um, She's very loving and kind. She's caring. And not only that, but she hears from the Lord. There's been times where she has said things that have just shaken me to my core, and I know that it was the Lord speaking through her. Um, I know she has a word from the Lord tonight, and I'm ready for it. I'm ready to receive it. If you're also ready to receive the word tonight, let's just clap our hands as we welcome Candy to the platform. Praise the Lord. Hold on, let me get situated. Let me tell you what I love about our church, just for a second. I love the fact that it doesn't matter to our people if we're in a stadium with 30,000 people, which has happened to some of our people, Or if there are, what, 20, 30 of us in a building? doesn't matter to us because we know why we showed up. We didn't show up for the crowd and the show and all that kind of stuff. You women show up because you need something from God. And I am so proud of you for that. I love that. I love that. I was saying at another conference that I spoke at, a couple of weeks ago, you know, one thing that COVID did for all of us, it put everybody on the same playing field because everybody couldn't have no more than 10 people in the building. So it didn't matter if you had a big church or a small church. It was all about Jesus, and it was all about reaching the lost. And I love that. I love that so much. And um, I'm just honored to be here. I'm honored to be your pastor's wife. Honored to be serving at this church. I love you all so much. Um, and I, I don't have a long message, but I do have a lot of scripture. Um, but first of all, I want to give honor to my precious husband. I don't know where he is. Is he back there somewhere? There he is. We love our pastor. We love him. He's so awesome. Um, it would have been a really, really good evening to go hunting. And... I noticed that he did not have his hunting clothes on, so I knew that he was coming to support all of us tonight, and that's a good pastor. And I love him. He's wonderful. And I, I do everything that I do with his authority and his covering. 
I want you to know that. I don't do anything on my own authority or on my own, hey, I'm just, you know, I got it. I'm going to give it to y'all, whatever. I do it. I do it with his, with his covering, and I appreciate that. I appreciate his prayers. Um, I also want to give honor to uh, my fabulous kids, Jake and Annabeth. I love you all so much. Um, and I am well aware that I could, I am the last person on the list that could really be doing this tonight because I live in a house with three people that could preach the house down at any moment. <laughs> And and y'all and y'all keep y'all y'all ask me to do it, so I'm like, wait a minute, okay, hold on a second. You know, there's there's three other people that could do this. And also, I want to give uh, special honor and special thanks to Jessa, Jessica. She's Jessa to me. I love I love you, girl. You're amazing to me. Um, I appreciate you having such a burden for prayer in this church and having such a burden for our ladies. And and um, we have a lot of good stuff coming up. A lot of good stuff. And I'm, the thing that I'm seeing that I love about our church is I'm seeing women break out of their comfort zone. Um, somebody just called me this evening before church, and they said, Hey, how can I help in the service tonight? And I said, Well, let me give you a list, you know. And, and so, um, and then, you know, people like Sister Donna just kind of came up to me. She was like, Hey, I want to do this and this and this. And I'm really feeling this in my spirit. And she's just just doing it, getting it done. And I just, I love it. I, I, we got a lot of good stuff coming up, and I'm so thankful for that. Um, but anyway, um, before I read 9,000 scriptures, um, I just, I just want to talk about 2020 for just a minute. Now, I don't know if y'all realize, but we have been in a little bit of some trouble this year. Uh, people have been going through a lot. Uh, 2020 has been a year. It really has. Um, and, and it's been a year of, of, of loss and, and heartache. And some of us have experienced uh, loss of loved ones and financial hardships and all-out heartbreak. Hey, anybody in here, your heart's been broke this year. I mean, just tore out of your body, it feels like. Um, and on top of that, our emotions have been torn to shreds. Anybody feel that? Um, and I know y'all think we're about to cry, but we're not. We're going to shout, okay? But we're just going to talk about this for a second. Um, we've experienced hurt and pain. Anybody been confused this year? Anybody looked at one of your friends and, and you were like, what in the world is going on? We can't have church. We can't buy groceries. You know, when is Jesus coming back? Like, what What in the world, you know? Um, We've experienced anger, some of us have, and then, and then the worst part of it is when that bitterness starts getting, trying to get a hold of you. And, and I know that I'm not the only one that has fought that. It's like bitterness has really come against people in the church, not just our church, everywhere. Um, and, uh, and as like I said, I'm not here uh, to make you cry. You know that I'll cry with you. But I want to encourage you tonight and when I was praying about this message and what I was going to say and speak to you precious women about, um, just the word encourage just kept coming to my mind. And I was like, okay, yeah, but Lord, you know, they, they know I love them and they know that, you know, I'm pulling for them and I'm going to pray for them no matter what. And I'm going to weep when they weep. I'm going to mourn when they mourn. I'm going to shout when they shout. But I just couldn't get away from be encouraged. Just be encouraged. So, you know, when so many things may be shaky right now, 
and you may be shaking right now. Anybody been there this year? I know, I know that I have. But I want you to know that we're going to finish strong. Um, I'm seeing great things happen in this church. I'm seeing great things happen in the body all over the world. God is doing some, some really amazing things right now. And um, so before I go any further, I want us to stand. And I'm going to read some scripture to you, okay? This is a lot of scripture, so get ready and say amen a lot, okay? So it doesn't get weird, okay? Um, I'm going to read, I'm going to start out in Philippians 1 and 6. And it says, being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. We could just shout right now. For real. I mean, when the word of God speaks to you like, like that, like, hey, girl, don't wor- stop worrying. Stop freaking out. I've got it, you know. And then we're going to go to Psalms chapter 37. And it says the steps of a good man or woman are ordered by who? By the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down. For who? The Lord upholdeth him with his hand. And then we're going to go over to Deuteronomy 31 and 6. And it says, Be strong and of a good courage. Fear not, neither be afraid of them. For the Lord thy God... He it is that doth go with thee, and he will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. I want you to say that with me. He will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. I want you to look at your neighbor, and I want you to say, God's not going to fail me, and he's not going to forsake me. And then I got just a little bit more for you, okay? But wait, there's more. Psalms. Chapter 23, we know this one. But these, these are the scriptures. These, these are the kickers for me, okay? It says, Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Let me tell you something, ladies. The things that you think will destroy you will have to stand in the corner and watch you eat. Because God will prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies. Everything that you have faced this year, everything that has come against you is going to have to take a back seat and stand over and be hungry while God himself prepares your table, okay? Let me tell you something about God. What he does with tables, he turns them and he prepares them. So no matter what, you get to sit down at the table because as long as you're serving God and you're, and you're, you're minding the things of the kingdom, you will not go hungry. Spiritually, emotionally, mentally, physically, you're not going to go hungry. Okay, so there's that. And then it goes on to say, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And then Psalm 118 and 14, The Lord is my strength and song. He is become my salvation. And then... Psalm 16 and 18 says, I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I shall not be moved. I shall not be moved. And then I'm going to say the last scripture for for later. But right now, I want you to just lift your hands. 
And I want you to just let the Lord give you what he wants to give you tonight. God, we love you. I pray anointing over this room right now. I pray a covering over every woman in this room. God, I thank you for what you're doing. I thank you for what you're going to do. I worship you. I adore you. I love you. I cannot live without you. You're so good, Lord. You're so good. And we honor you in this place tonight. Clap your hands to the Lord. And you can be seated. Mm. God is so good. God is so good. I feel encouraged. Now, like I said, things may be shaky right now, and you may be shaking in your high heels right now. Anybody ever been that scared when you could feel yourself physically shaking? Anybody ever been so mad you could feel yourself physically shaking? Yes, yes. Uh, Or as my husband says, he feels his mullet growing back, you know. (laughs) Um, but, uh, I want to remind you ladies of something and I'm not going to be very long because I feel like God wants to do something. We're going to all gather around here and we're going to, we're going to let God have his way. But, um, (laughs) I love you. Um, I want to remind you of something and I read this a while back and it has stuck with me in some of the hardest times that I have faced this year. And um, I faced some stuff this year that I didn't think I ever would. Um, I have uh, been quite blindsided by some troubles and some trials. And things that I didn't think I would make it through. And then all of a sudden, the birds are singing and the sun is still shining. And you walk in this beautiful place where we get to worship service after service. And the Spirit of God just just washes over you. Do you know what I'm talking about? It cannot be, it, it can barely be described in words. It is joy unspeakable and full of glory. That's what God does for you when you are at your lowest point, and you think, I'm not going to make it through this. And you're begging day after day, and you're crying. And there have been times when, I know that y'all know where my, where my altar is. It's, it's an old orange easy chair that belonged to my granddaddy. And when he passed away, I don't even think I asked. I think I just went over there and confiscated the thing. Um, it is so orange, you can see it from space. Um, it is just about the ugliest color I think I've ever seen, and I like orange, but this is just like you can see it with your eyes closed, so it's covered up with a quilt, and I made an altar out of it, and it's where I go and where I pray, and it's upstairs next to my keyboard and behind the luggage and, you know, where we keep, you know, the the rooms where you keep everything, and there have been some days when I I could not get up there fast enough. And I felt myself kneeling and crawling halfway across the room to get to that place to be close to God. And I don't know about you, but 2020 has has changed my prayer life completely. It has changed the way I worship completely. It has changed the way I look at my brothers and sisters in the Lord completely. It has changed the way I look at kingdom work completely. And I don't think I'm the only one. But let me remind you of something, okay? This is, this is amazing. 
And I, and I read this, and I was like, okay, Regina, you need to listen to this. It said, you don't have a soul. You are a soul. You have a body. And so many times we think that we are a, a physical body trying to be spiritual. Well, actually, we're a spiritual body trying to be physical for right now. This, this life that we live is the shortest part of our existence. So, ladies, go for broke. Don't let anything stop you from doing something for God. Because, because at the end of our little bitty short life that is just a vapor, it's just a puff of air is what it is. You're going to look back and you're going to be like, man, I, sh- I should have done this and I should have done that. And, you know, regret's the worst. Falling on your face is really not the worst. Regret is the worst. So don't regret what you've done for God. And don't, don't ever be afraid to do more and to go for more. And, um, and then I, I, I want you to realize something. Um, we don't actually take authority. We've heard people say, I'm taking authority in the name of Jesus. I've said it myself. We're not, you know, I, I take authority over this and I take authority over that. Well, let me tell you something. The minute that you were filled with the Holy Ghost, you have authority. You don't have to, you don't, authority is not something you have to go over here and, okay, let me grab this real quick. No, it's in you. The power of the Holy Ghost and the authority of the Almighty is already in you the minute you speak in tongues. It doesn't matter if you've had the Holy Ghost for five minutes or 50 years, you have authority. And everything changes for us the minute that we realize that we have, that we already have the authority. And also, everything changes for us the minute that we realize that we can use that authority and that we are worthy to use that authority. And the minute that we begin to stand and recognize the authority that God has already given us, that's when, that's when the miracle starts happening. And I'm not, people may not be walking on water, but the miracle in you starts happening the, the change and the turn and the, and the thing that you need to get through that next day, that starts taking place in you. And, you know, I, I told somebody this the other day. I was like, quit quitting. Don't, don't quit all the time. You know, quit, quit being ready to, to be, well, I'm just, I'm just going to leave now. I'm, I'm just, you know, they don't need me and they don't love me and this and that and the other. And I was preaching to somebody the other night and I love her very much and I do that on a regular basis. And, you know, and I just, I said, stop stopping. I said, quit quitting, you know. Don't, don't, don't always be, be ready to, to head out the door because the enemy's in your brain all the time telling you you're not good enough. And you can't make it and you don't belong here. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. There, there is not one person that goes to church here that doesn't belong here. God, let, let me tell you, if you're wondering, God called you here. He's going to use you here. He knows what he's doing with you here. You're supposed to be here. Walk in it already. You know? You don't, you don't have to wonder. You don't have to wonder. God knows what he's doing with your life. And also, I read this the other day, and I know that everybody has said this. Show me your friends, and I'll show you your future. Anybody heard that? That's true, okay? If, you, if you've got friends that are, that are like this close to backsliding and saying things, awful things about people, and, and you go to lunch with them after church, and they eat everybody else for lunch, 
you know, and talk about the pastor and fuss about the this and that and, 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 and ministry and yada, yada, yada and all that nonsense, don't go eat with them no more. They're not good for you. They're toxic. They'll kill your spirit and they will, they will completely obliterate your ministry. Don't, don't do that. Okay? I'm just, I'm just being the pastor's wife for a second. And I'm not fussing. I'm just saying I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen to women that were so on fire for God that, that they literally floated in the room. Okay? But then it took one negative voice from somebody that they felt like that they could trust, and it wrecked them. And it takes years to recover from some of that stuff, you know, because it, it, it eats you alive. So show me your friends, I'll show you your future. Okay, here's a new one. Show me your decision, and I'll show you your direction. Show me your decision, and I'll show you your destiny. Now, that being said, what do we want to make the decision to do? Testify, sing, witness, pray, or are we going to make the decision to stay home, stay depressed, be mad, blame everybody? What are you going to do? The decision is completely yours. I cannot make that decision for you. But, but if every time your mouth opens... It is, oh, God, you are so good to me. I love you so much. Look at, look at what you're doing in my life. Look at what you're doing in their life. Thank you for this. Thank you for that. I will magnify the Lord. I will show forth his praises. I will lift my hands. I will show up every time the doors are open. Now, if that's your decision, then that's going to be your direction. But if your decision is be negative, Fuss about it, talk about everybody else, be bitter about everything, then that's your direction. Don't go, that's not a happy place. Don't live there, okay? We walk through the valley of the shadow of death. We do not put up a tent and take our shoes off and rest a while, okay? Don't do that. Don't do that. That's not good for you, okay? So, next. I only have like three pages of notes, so I'm almost done. Um, and I love y'all. I'm not fussing. I think y'all are amazing. But this is just, this is, this is just some of the things that God has laid, has laid on my heart lately. Now, I'm going to read to you Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 8. And you don't have to stand because it's a long, it's a, it's a, it's a little bit. But you're going to know this. It says, I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I shall not be moved. And then it says, there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. A time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant, a time to uproot, a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn, a time to dance. Oh, I'm so glad Jesus put that in there. Man, I love to dance. A time to scatter stones and a time to gather them. A time uh, to embrace, a time to refrain from embracing. Oh, we've been through that. Social distancing, anybody? Hello. We've had to refrain from embracing, which if you're an extrovert, has totally killed you, okay? Um, A time to search, a time to give up, a time to keep, a time to throw away. A time to tear down, a time to mend, 
a time to be silent, a time to speak, a time to love, a time to hate, a time for war, and a time for peace. Now, I feel like that, that we have turned a corner in this church. Um, and in the book of Luke, it says there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars. And upon the earth, distress of nations, we're there. With perplexity, we're there. The sea and the waves roaring, roaring, we're there. Men's hearts failing them for fear, we're there. There are people that are so afraid they haven't left their house since March. Um, and, and it says, men's hearts shall fail them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth. And for the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. And then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift up your heads, for your redemption draweth nigh. I don't know about anybody else, but that's a comfort to me. And if, it's, and if this kind of scripture makes you nervous, then get right with God before you leave here tonight. These kind of scriptures shouldn't make a child of God nervous. It shouldn't make us fearful and, oh my goodness, I'm not ready and da-da-da-da-da. All, all the things that we say to ourselves. We don't have to do that. We can live listening for the sound of the trumpet. We don't have to be afraid of that. Um, I don't know how many times during, during the, the quarantine that I would literally go outside and sit in a chair out on, out on my back deck and lean my head back and cry my eyes out and just talk to God and say, Lord, I'm listening. I'm listening. Where, where, where's it at? I'm listening. I, I need you. I, I, I never thought in my whole life that I would, because I remember when I was like 15, 16 years old, I was like, Lord, don't come back. I need to get my driver's license. And then I was like, Lord, Jesus, please don't come back. I really want to get married. And then in my mind, I was like, oh, but I'm going to have kids and this and this and this and this, you know. But no, I'm ready now. You know, he can come back. But, um, you know, I just, I just want to remind us of those scriptures and, and, and to remind you that these scriptures are made to be an encouragement, not, not something that strikes fear in us, you know. And we did start something in this church. I felt a shift in the atmosphere of this place on Sunday by opening up and sharing our testimonies. Um, and we, we literally unleashed a wave of victory in this place that's not going to stop anytime soon. I'm going to tell you. Um, we are made overcomers by the blood of the Lamb and what? The word of our testimony. Okay, you have the blood. Where's your testimony? We've been covered by the blood. But to get that, to, to, to be that kind of overcomer, it's time to open your mouth and start talking about what God's done for you. We don't have to be ashamed of it. We don't have to be ashamed of our brokenness. We don't have to be, we don't have to cower in a corner because of the stuff that we've been through. There's somebody that needs to know what you have walked through because they are walking through it right now. So if we want to overcome it's time to open up your mouth and let that stuff come out. 
because Jesus is coming and we don't have much time to reach the people that we're trying to reach. And let me tell you, um, when we speak faith and we testify, there is no telling what God will do. When we speak faith and we testify and we believe and we are covered by the blood, it, it makes those words ring forever. That prayer and that testimony goes on forever. And let me tell you something. He will not leave you. And he will not forsake you. And he will always come through. And he is always on time. I want you to be encouraged. He always shows up. It's time for you to operate in the blood and the testimony and in absolute victory. And listen, I know it's hard. I know you've been run over. I know you feel like you've been used up, taken for granted, underestimated, wounded, talked about, misunderstood, and downright lied on. Anybody else? It's been a rough year. You've been mistreated. Whether it's And, and sometimes it's not, it's not by somebody else. Stop beating yourself up. Stop mistreating yourself. Stop that negative talk of I'm not good enough. I can't make it. I can't make a difference. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. Now listen. I know that we've been through so much. But that is not and will never be the end of you. There's more to you and there's more for you. And I want you to be encouraged. So this is what we're going to do. All right? I want everybody to stand up. And I really am done. I want you to be encouraged, my precious sisters in the Lord. My fellow warriors. I have seen so many of you when you felt like, You could not stand another second. I've talked to some of you this week that you feel like you cannot stand another second. But I see you come in this place and I see you pick up that sword and I see you go to war one more time. And not only that, I see you go to war for somebody at this altar. Some of you that's been walking around here and laying hands on people and shouting all over the place, I know your story. I know the things that you're going through. Don't stop. You're doing it right. Keep showing up. Keep doing what you're supposed to be doing. God's got his hand on you. He has not taken his hand off of you. So this is what I want us to do. I want us to all come up front. Everybody. Guys, you can come too if you feel like it. It's totally up to you. Sound people, whatever. We don't care. Um, and the first thing I want us to do is I want us to lift our hands towards heaven and I want us to begin to repent. Because there may not be sin in your life, but there can be a weight in your life that will pull you down to the point where you are ineffective for the cause of God. And unfortunately, that happens so many times to women because we are very empathetic. We feel everybody else's feelings in the building. We, we mistake them for our own, and then we live in defeat. That's not how we're supposed to operate. And I'm not fussing. I'm just giving you some information. 
okay? You don't, but because somebody else is mad three rows down, you don't have to be mad for the whole service. You don't have to be tore up, okay? You can, you can walk in authority. You already have the authority anyway. So what I want us to do is I want you to lift your hands, and I want you to begin to repent. I want you to begin to repent for blaming men, blaming fate, Blaming yourself and blaming God for your situation and what you may be going through. Lord Jesus, we repent. God, we are so sorry, Lord, for underestimating your power and not walking in your authority. We need you, Jesus. God, forgive us for our sins. Forgive us for the weight that we have taken on that was never ours to bear. God, we love you and we need you and we magnify you and we adore you and we've got to have you and we need you and we can't do without you and we can't make it if you don't show up and help us. We need you, Jesus. This world needs you. We need your voice in our lives, God. We've got to have you, oh God. Thank you, Jesus. That's right. Just begin to cry out to him right now. Oh, God, we love you. We need you. We need you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. That's it. That's it. I just felt something walk through this room. I feel it right now. There is something sweeping through this place. More seconds. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Yes, just let Him cleanse your mind and your heart and your emotions right now. Let Him do the work. Let Him do the work. Hallelujah. 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 And then we're going to do something a little different. I don't want you looking at anybody when you do this. But I want you to release a testimony out of your mouth into the atmosphere of this room. I want you to begin to testify of the things that God has done for you. You can stay right where you are. You don't have to look at nobody. You don't have to go tell somebody, well, let me tell you what God's done for me. No, this is something that you're doing just so you can be the overcomer that you were meant to be. All right? So right now, you can say it out loud. You can say it under your breath, whatever you're comfortable with. I want you to lift your hands one more time. And I want you to begin to testify of the time that you thought you couldn't make it, but you made it by the grace of God. I want you to begin to testify of when he healed your body and he healed your mind and he healed your spirit and he healed your broken, broken soul. I want you to begin to testify of the times that you thought that the money was not going to come through and it came through when your life was in danger and he saved you. Whatever it is, begin to testify of it right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Yes. 
Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Right now, lift your voice. Lift your voice. Lift your voice. Hallelujah. 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 Yes, that's right. Just for a few more seconds. Just release that testimony. Release that victory right now in the name of Jesus. Jessica after this but I want us to do one more thing now I want you to begin to feel that victory and that overcoming power if you'll give it just a second and you'll pay enough attention you'll feel it start to well up and it's going to start way down deep in your belly and it's going to begin to well up and it's going to begin to come out like never before I want you to release that praise and that victory into the room right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Be restored in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. 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 Lord, I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. That's right. Come on. Come on. Let him do it. Let him do it. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Woo! Woo! I got the river of living water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. No weapon that is formed against me is going to prosper. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Oh, yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Woo! Come on, lay your hands on your own head. Anoint yourself in the Lord. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Preach to yourself. Speak to yourself. You're going to make it. Hey, you're going to make it. Be encouraged in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on now. There's somebody that's beginning to come alive again. You feel like you have been dead and numb for months. And I rebuke it right now in the name of Jesus. I want you to begin to walk in it. I want you to begin to rejoice through it. You are going to come. 
like it's already been done. And I want you to begin to dance in the victory and the freedom that God has just imparted to you right now in the name of Jesus. If you want to grab somebody by the hand and you want to dance with them right now just for just a few seconds. Oh, hallelujah. Yeah, yes. Oh, I've got the river.
quarter now, okay? This is what we're going to do. We used to call it getting in the circle.